0: Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes.
1: Hell Yes. Hello, pumpkin.
0: (laughs) Hello, mum. Exciting day today, isn't it? Exciting day, isn't it? Today, the audiobook launches
1: 16 Seconds Debunking the Myths Surrounding Manifestation. It is out
0: today the audio version and it's your voice and your co-authors Pam's yeah. the book on the uh, yeah. audio version yeah amazing well done yeah
1: thank you yeah yeah no it's, it's it's exciting isn't it so um yeah anyway we'll have a glass of something later on oh yes yeah, we're getting our hair cut as well aren't we Yeah, so well,
0: um, what a day what a day to be oh on. my god it's
1: all happening all <laughs> happening today I'm telling you oh, oh dear god
0: for anyone that's interested in getting the audiobook, which you can get on Amazon, we'll pop the link um, in the description below. Um, if you want to hear more of mum's voice and if you haven't read the book yet, it's a great opportunity to, to listen to it. Um, or if you really love the book, I know that there's some people, bless them, that have already said on Instagram that they love the book so much they're going to get the audio version. Oh, which is really then. lovely. Yeah. So very, um, very lovely. yeah. So congratulations, Margie
1: thanks very much yeah no, it's, oh, no, um what can i say it's exciting you get so um,
0: awkward about these things why do you get so awkward um
1: i guess because they don't um god you know they i'm just glad they happened but that's it then it's done you know it's done it's lovely it's an achievement it's lovely it's really helping people hopefully and now we're moving on
0: Yeah
1: into this episode today. So thank you for that. And thank you genuinely. What I do want to say without sounding like this is an Oscar acceptance speech, (laughs) um, I do really want to thank anybody um, and everybody who has bought the book, who really supported that. Genuinely, I said it at the time, we would not have got a number one bestseller without that. So thank you to everybody. And thank you to everybody who is buying the audio, who has bought the Kindle, um really really appreciative thank you so much and i really really hope that you have found the book helpful to support you to create the life you want so thank you so much i really do want to say that before we head into this episode
0: and to anyone that's reviewed because that's massive yay yes please
1: anybody could you please review not um, obviously if you hate it maybe not but if you (laughs) love it please do Please do review it. Um the reviews are so important. So please do. And I'm very, very thankful for those people that have done. So, but please do. It really doesn't matter how I know the book launched in June. Really doesn't matter how long the book has been out. It's crucial that it keeps getting reviews. So thank you. Yeah, well done, Hole. Okay, so this episode today, I'm um I'm speaking about it first today. I've been <laughs> instructed by Holly. Um Okay, so this is a funny one, especially for me as a coach. This is a bit of a strange, strange one here. This is all about is if you want something in your life, is setting goals the way to do it? And as a coach, people are probably thinking, um, why are you even questioning that? Because obviously, uh, when you're training to be a coach and everything, it's all about goals, 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 goals. And if you don't like the word goals, it's desires or whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's about setting them. And is that useful or not? So if you guys are listening to this episode or any of our podcasts to help you live a hell yes, you know, are you setting goals? So I think this is really useful to know, does it help you or not? So Holly, I'm going to come to you because you are a bit of a goal setter. Am I? (laughs) Well, I think you're a bit of a goal setter. I think you are a goal setter and I think you know you're a bit of a goal setter. Um, What do you think about you setting goals or having goals I mean nothing I'm not saying not to have goals I'm saying about okay this is really important actually this is different having goals is different to setting goals okay there is a distinction there having goals is something that you want you know you're really clear about it that's what I want setting goals gives it timelines gives it actions gives it all of that so you're a bit of a goal setter
0: Um, I think I used to be, I think I'm less of a goal setter now. Um, I think that previously I would, everything would have to be, um, you know, very organized. Um, well actually instead of using the word organized, I'd say limited. So limited to a a certain timeline, you know, set of actions. I think especially in the work that I was doing, um, you do have to be very organized and on top of, you know, the little things. Um, and, you know, I was very like project based. So, you know, that that seemed really important. But I would say that having stepped away from work a bit, I think that I I have goals, definitely like things I want to achieve, um, but they're much broader now than they used to be. And I think that actually it's weird as I'm re-entering work, I think that I think actually being organized is still very important to the work that I'll be doing, but actually being flexible, I think is also equally important. Um, And I think that actually being able to adapt to what's going on around you is a much better skill to have than setting goals. Um, Because I think actually, to be honest, like for me, setting the goals just put a lot of pressure on the way that things were done rather than getting them done. So it really became about how things happened rather than the fact that they'd happened. Um, and I think that that actually held me back because I think things could have happened a lot easier and a lot more naturally if I hadn't have set such specific goals about the way that I wanted to achieve things. So I think that actually now I'm moving away from the idea of, of setting goals and timelines okay. and plans more generally.
1: Which, is, which I, I believe is really good. And I'll speak a little bit about that but. Why do you think you said generally why um, it held you back in in what way specifically? So you know why would you feel pressured? would you feel um, would you feel if this doesn't happen by the time I say it, then do you see what I mean? What was it? Yeah, that no,
0: – I think I would I would put pressure on myself. Um, I think also if you're then sharing, like a goal plan, for example, then other people are going to hold you accountable to it. And don't get me wrong, I think accountability is a really good thing, but I think sometimes it's useful and sometimes it's not. And I think in that way, it meant that I was quite stuck in whatever I'd originally set out to do. And so it meant Mm -hmm. that whatever would change around me, and normally a lot would, that's just the nature of work, it's the nature of life, um, that would then freak me out rather than me being like, oh, you know, it's fine, I can adjust it would be like, well, that's not how it was meant to happen. You know, that's not, it didn't go according to plan. And I think I really used to be like this in my personal life as well, not just my work life. I was that person that things didn't have to go my way, but they had to go the way that had been agreed. That was the key thing. So it was like, you know, if if I planned to do something with my partner and we were going to go here and then we were going to go there. And then for whatever reason we couldn't, that would really mess my day up because in my head, things had gone differently to what was expected. And I don't know if, you know, a lot of people can relate to that. But for me, that was a really big thing. It didn't have to go my way, but it had to go the way that was planned. And I think actually, you know, stepping back from work, and not having a routine, I had no routine. Um, The only routine I really had was set around my puppy, because we just got a puppy when I'd left work. Um, and that was actually really freeing, because I didn't know what every day was going to look like. And I just had to deal with that and be okay with that rather than it, you know, kind of setting me off on like a negative spiral. And I think that's the same thing with setting goals or setting plans. Um, You know, what's the expression about, you know, God laughs in the face of plans or whatever. I think like, that's, that's true. Like you can make all the plans of the world that you want, but you know, life happens and before you know it, things are going in a different direction. Um, and there was something actually something happened the other day, a couple of weeks ago, where... I had a plan set that something was going to start, something was going to happen, and then it didn't um, because of kind of outside circumstances that were actually really good um, in some ways for for the other people involved in the situation. Um, things didn't happen the way that they were going to or that I'd planned, and I had a little mini meltdown. <laughs> so I allowed myself to kind of get in that negative spin of oh gosh, you know, this was going to happen the way, you know, this isn't going to happen the way it was meant to, blah, blah, blah. And then I chatted to you about it and I chatted to Ellie about it. And you just turned around and you were like, things could work out so much better than what they were originally going to. Like, why have you immediately jumped to the negative? Why haven't you, can't you look at this as a positive? And you were just spot on and things did end up. I left it for a bit of time. I gave it some space. I acted in a more kind of flexible open way and then things did work out better than I expected and we're kind of like back on track now so I think yeah I think this is a really good topic but I think it goes bigger and broader and deeper than just goals I think it's just setting anything plans of any kind I think that actually sometimes it can be a negative yeah
1: um wow I mean what a wise mum you have no, I'm <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> I thought I was going to get a compliment there. but yeah, no, yeah, I no, I'm
1: joking. No. <laughs> um, no. Um, yeah, I mean, how cool is that? Because, yeah, as you say, for you, that has been a pattern um and and you know you one of your but but let's put this in perspective one of your top values is stability or it used to be so it would be natural that you would be looking for things to be set in a way do you know what i mean so it it would it would absolutely resonate with you that if if it's meant to be that way it has to be that way yeah. so you know wow you, you know you come way out of your comfort zone when you're you know when you are doing things like let's be okay with it let's go with the flow a little bit let's be a bit more flexible you know well done you because that it's 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 hard when your structure is literally a structure you know your, your belief system is is stability so um Well done. I mean, that's really, really good, but it does go deeper. And, you know, as a coach, I, you know, I don't, and actually I've written it in the book, I don't believe in goal setting per se. Um, I believe in inspired goal setting. So what's the difference? Well, goal setting is what you're thinking from your limited brain. And, you know, something's happened. It's made you realize what you don't want. So you know what you do want. That's really good. That's the goal. That's great. But then it's about being inspired about it it's not then like you just said you know i have to do and I'm, I'm all for accountability hence a coach yeah i'm all for accountability but inspired action in other words action that feels good not just pushing through and hoping that you can achieve the action that you've agreed because if you're just pushing through because it doesn't feel good it's gonna be very difficult for you to feel motivated enough to take action on that goal. And motivation, even if you can get motivation, it's gonna take you only so far, it's limited. But inspiration will take you all the way. So, and when you put timelines on stuff, I think it apps, I mean, like. Uh, yeah, I get that you, you know, we don't want to do that whole thing of what I want, I'm gonna get in five years' time. No, we don't want that. I, I get that. But when you do incredibly strict, I'm gonna get this within um seven days, you know, this is what I'm gonna do. Well, if you can't do it in seven days because something's rocked up in your life that's thrown you off, then you're gonna get disheartened, you're gonna get disappointed. It's just going to throw you off the whole thing. You're going to lose your momentum. You're going to lose your even your desire, really, because it will put you off. And then it's just not going to help you at all. Um, I
0: think it's like you're setting yourself up to fail almost. I think that's what I'm looking as.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And somebody else said um, in, in my Facebook group, actually, that I I remember this, this was a few months ago, actually, that when they started, when they started to take away their timeline that they had imposed, uh, they felt so much freer, so much easier. And of course, what happened, they were achieving it anyway, because they were enjoying the journey rather than feeling stuck by it. And yeah, timelines are a very, very strange thing for people. They either work for you, because that's the kind of person you're all they work very much against you. So it's it's making sure that you're feeling good along the way, every single step of the way when you're focusing on what it is you want.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, if you're talking about goal setting within an organisation, like at work, it's something that you have to do. I think you can still do that, but with an attitude of flexibility and an attitude of, you know what, I hold myself accountable enough That I don't need to over worry and put kind of, you know, lots of pressure on myself to achieve X by a certain, you know, period of time. And hopefully the people that you're working with will understand that. And I think that's the key thing. You actually will get the best work out of yourself when you take that pressure off, because usually the pressure is self-inflicted. No one will ever put more pressure on me than I put on myself. You know, no one will ever be more critical of me than I am of myself. I think sometimes we're our our own worst enemies in that way. And I think in a way that's great though, because then I've got the power, you know, I can take away that pressure and I can take away that, you uh, you know, that kind of fear around the deadlines and not achieving and all of that and i can say you know what i'm just going to go with the flow i'm going to be flexible with it you know things will change and that's that's absolutely fine and i think you can do it even whilst you know i think our situation is unique in some ways because um some people listening to this will be self-employed but a lot of people won't a lot of people will be working for organizations and i think you can still do it whilst working within a company or a team but you've just got to it's on you you know to control your attitude and to control your perspective
1: yeah yeah no I agree I'll tell you one of the ways that I saw how goals can work against you Mm. um, was when I helped people lose weight yeah okay so I helped people lose weight for 15 years you know and they'd have goals of course they would you know you had to you had to give them a goal weight you know or they agreed a goal weight and then it was that whole thing of okay how quickly can I get it you know now I get that when you're not happy with how you feel or what you look like you you I remember when I was losing before I lost my weight this is honestly true I would dream about being slim mm. okay I, I wanted to be slim like so when I said I would dream about it I actually wanted to wake up and be slim I wanted the result overnight okay yeah. so I, I really really get that but and people do so I understand that but the trouble is with that is when you want it and you want it now and you don't get it now you feel incredibly demotivated and then you're not gonna get there because you're demotivated whereas if you can take it step by step whatever that goal is and as I say I it very much with weight loss so when I when I uh, needed to lose my weight, which was what? Oh, God, uh, 50-something pounds or whatever. Um, I couldn't even think about what, when I would get to that goal. It was just, whoa, way too big for me. So I just focused on small steps every seven pounds, every seven pounds, every seven pounds. And I genuinely didn't care when I got there. I just wanted to get there, okay? And because I didn't care, it took me nine months, right I didn't uh which is quite quick okay I remember meeting somebody in my class though who also wanted to lose weight at the same time as me and she wanted it very quickly okay because she wanted to go to her partner's do right, in a black dress or whatever and I get that but then she did it very very quickly it wasn't her final goal interestingly enough it was her interim goal but because she got to that goal in the black dress she never got to her full goal okay really interesting so again it's what is what does the goal mean to you how quick do you want it because when you want it quick like that you're not going to go through the whole journey
0: well I think as well and, the, the key thing with the wait for you sorry to interrupt you but um then for you it became a lifestyle change because you hmm. were doing it kind of at your own pace, it became habit changes. Um whereas I think the hot negative thing about setting a goal like a goal weight, for example, is well, what happens when you reach that weight? You know, have you actually changed your habits because that's what the 20. thing is about? Or yeah. are you now just going to put all the weight back on because you got the goal and, you know, you did what you had to do. Whereas for you, actually, you know, you've managed to keep that weight off all these years, what, like 20 years now or something like that, over 20 years, because it was a lifestyle change. Um, and I think that's the the thing when you rush it, or when you're just doing it for the goal, why are you doing it for the sake of the goal? Because I tell you, once you achieve it, it's it, the impact, the positive impact that it could have had on your life will be so much less if you're actually doing it for the enjoyment of, of getting to the goal. Do you know what I mean? Each day doing it for that enjoyment rather than the actual shiny thing at the end.
1: And that that's why even now only 5% of people that get to goal stay there. Yeah. Um, because it is, it's it's a it's a goal. I want to achieve the goal, but it is about the journey. This is what I'm saying about goals being inspired. If you feel good about the goal, if you feel good about getting there, if you feel good about the actions that you need to take to get there, that's inspired. That feels really good. That includes flexibility. When you set yourself a goal because you want something, and hell or high water, high. is it high or hell water whatever it is but that's god knows what that is won't ever stop you you are just going to go for it regardless you're going to hit a lot of resistance and then as i say you're not going to enjoy the journey and it's not going to be inspiring and then do you actually get it and if you do get it how long are you going to keep it for yeah so if you're going to set a goal. If you if you're gonna set a goal, be inspired with it, be inspired with it take action that feels good, not action that you're gonna force through with that's not gonna get you where you want to get to because whatever goal you want you want it because you want it for to to you know for your life to move forward with it, whatever so enjoy it and allow it to happen in the way that feels good for you
0: yeah, definitely and don't hold yourself back by letting there only be one way that you can do things or enjoy things you know yeah. be, being flexible will trust trust me make you a lot happier um in absolutely. the long run yeah absolutely and
1: we said that didn't we in the last podcast flexibility is so important
0: yes yeah, for sure
1: last episode sorry not the last podcast
0: you finally got that right <laughs>
1: You know, I've got it wrong, first of all, and then I've got it right.
0: So, yeah. But, no, definitely.
1: So, anybody that's setting goals, be flexible within your goal. Make sure they're inspired. Don't just set a goal for the sake of it and go for it. Just enjoy the journey, enjoy the journey, enjoy the journey. Definitely. That's it. i said it three times. Yeah. Yes, I, Holly,
0: we've, I do. Got to, we've got to have a bit of repetition, haven't we, Mum, every episode? Well, I do. <laughs> that, that is my pattern, isn't it? Let's be frank. Oh, gosh, thank you so much to anyone that's listened um, to the episode. We really hope that it's helped you. Um, as we mentioned at the beginning, if you want to go and get the audiobook of Mum's book, 16 Seconds, please do. The link will be in the description below. Um, as always, as well, there are other links as to where you can find us. Mum, as she mentioned, has a Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group called Ultimate Conscious Creating. And you can join her there for more content and chats with other like-minded people. Thank you so much. We hope you have a wonderful week living a hell of a hell of yes.